And the Oscar goes to Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese's road to the Oscars began in 1956 after he entered the seminary and then opted to channel his passions into film. Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's always good to start from either the beginning or a pinnacle. And then go backwards. And so that was a wrong that was written. Some of you would complain, oh, the Godfather, or not the Godfather. Oh, I'm not editing that out. Because you know, that same year, he gets the Kennedy Center honor, and Coppola says, people always come up to me and say, I loved Goodfellas. It was better than the Godfather. So we'll, we'll leave those mistakes in. Martin Scorsese was born today 79 years ago. Next year, he's going to be 80. I bring that up because back in the day, if you were still directing at 80, John Houston, I'm talking about you, you had an oxygen tank. It was not common for these directors to live into their 80s, let alone continue working Clint Eastwood, who's 91. So Martin Scorsese... He, he's, he's still getting it done. He's still getting it done. Still getting nominated. But yeah. Think of that. Seven years seven years earlier, he'd been nominated for Goodfellas. He'd lost to Kevin Costner. And I've talked to people over the years who are like, Kevin fucking Costner? What? Yeah, for Dances with Wolves. Um, and that's nothing against Mr. Costner and Dances with Wolves. Or as I, I love... They would call it Dances with Bunnies. Um, and, and, you know, each year Scorsese would get nominated. And it's like, okay, is it his year? And I remember one year Clint Eastwood won. And I'm thinking, okay. And even Clint Eastwood was like, you guys got to give it to Marty. And I know that there probably would have been like a mass riot, a Hollywood type of riot where people just go on Twitter and complain. If he had gotten in an honorary Oscar, the fact that they gave him a competitive Oscar. And then you think Martin Scorsese is also a teacher. He is a per- well, is he? I, I think he's considered. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the men who were under his tutelage were Spike Lee. Hello. Um, NYU. And, uh, uh, He's not my favorite uh, because I hated the Doors movie. I did. I hated that movie. I loved the. I hated it because, and I'm not going to go into a tirade of why. Okay, I will a little bit. If you're a fan of the Doors and even the surviving Doors hated that freaking movie. Or I'll call it that fucking movie. They hated that movie. That's why they did the documentary about the Doors. Um... Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone is also a student of Scorsese. Scorsese is like that. He's like Rock Him 
and everyone has gone out and made hip-hop records, and, and they count him as Mount Olympus. But Scorsese, I mean, come on. Come on. Bloody. I've often told people I learned the hard way when I was about, geez, maybe 15, 14, that you don't watch Casino while eating pizza. The, the burial scenes where they bury them alive. And yes, I know it's not real blood. It's caro syrup. I remember we were watching Casino on a hot box. It was the 90s. And I couldn't finish the pizza. I literally, and I remember this. This is sick that I remember this. I remember getting a napkin and taking the, pep, the, the pizza sauce off the pizza and just eating the bread. Because I had just seen Casino and it was bloody. But it was good. It was really good. <sighs> We're not going to talk about what Scorsese thinks about superhero films because this is this is his day. This is his birthday. Born Martin Charles Scorsese, November 17th, 1942, in Queens, New York, to Catherine Scorsese and Charles Scorsese, who both worked in Manhattan's Garment District and whose families both came from Palermo, Sicily. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I go back to the uh, departed because I remember, you know, people still to this day, oh, he won. It wasn't his best film. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? First of all, it was his first time. I Was it his first time working with Jack? You're working with Jack Nicholson, who really hasn't made a movie since. You're working with... Um, Matt Damon and and uh, I almost said Ben Affleck. Oops, shoot me. Uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio, Vera Farmiga, Alec Baldwin, Martin Sheen. This this was a cast. And and Mark Wahlberg, who was the only one to get nominated, but that's the Academy, you know. Fuck them. And uh, he's got the Oscar now. Come on, come on, shut up. But that cast. So those of you, oh, it wasn't really that good. Oh, really? So the cast wasn't good enough for you. All right. Or the ending. I'm not going to talk about the ending. I remember watching The Departed the night before the Oscars. And I remember saying to my brother, it's going to win. Because that ending, that's Scorsese right there. Scorsese doesn't fuck around. He doesn't fuck around. His shit is taught in film schools. I didn't go to film school, but I digress. <sighs> Goodfellas really... Goodfellas and... But, well, we can't really say what the best film is. Because he's got Goodfellas, he's got Taxi Driver, he's got Raging Bull. Raging Bull really is impressive. Okay? You've made that film, it's in black and white. Mean Streets... You know what's funny about Mean Streets? So the film comes out, okay, and uh, Phil Spector, as Cher called him Philip, got pissed because John Lennon let the cat out of the bag and said, Hey, Phil, what are you going to do about that movie with your song in it? So Mean Streets opens with the Ronettes, Be My Baby, and... The editing and how the song goes perfectly with the, the the intro. 
That's that's a credit that Thelma Schoomaker, who has been Scorsese's editor since the beginning. Okay. And I think they they got a hold of Scorsese and Scorsese said, look, I'm from the same neighborhood as you. Please don't. We'll work something out. Okay. And so he he was able to get Phil Spector off of his back. This is before the days of copyright. This is about, oh, you can't use the you can't use my song in your film. Well, OK, fuck you. And they're from the neighborhood. So um, Henry Rollins said something about that once. He says, you know, in California, fuck you means go to lunch. But in the East Coast, fuck you means fuck you. And it's not a good thing. Um, but for me, I it's about taxi driver. And ta- and it, and it it's the cast because okay you've got Jodie Foster you've got Robert De Niro you got Sybil Shepherd who am I leaving anyone out Peter Boyle Harvey Keitel Harvey Keitel who has been around forever okay and yes Taxi Driver unfortunately inspired John Hinckley we all know the story. I remember when I first watched this film and my someone in my family who remained nameless said, oh, my God, I can't believe you're going to watch that movie. Now, I had bought it sight unseen. She's like, oh, I, I didn't like it. I remember going to it and thinking it was something else. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, that sounds like you. Um, I loved it because it was controversial. Those are some of the great films that really push your buttons and provoke you. I mean, it's not, you can't always be sight and contrite and safe. That's not how it works. And yeah, it's controversial because Jodie Foster is, well, I mean, she talks about it. They, They had to make sure that they were doing it properly because she was young. And who, and who does she have as this great teacher? Robert De Niro. Okay? And she said he didn't talk very much in those days. But this is, this is, this film, it's a classic. Why do you think I split in the first place? There ain't nothing there. Yeah, but you can't live like this. It's a hell. A girl should live at home. Didn't you ever hear of women's lib? What do you mean women's lib? You sure a young girl, you should be at home now. You should be dressed up, you should be going out with boys, you should be going to school, you know, that kind of stuff. God, are you square? Hey, I'm not square, you're the one that's square. So, released in 1976, De Niro is nominated, Jodie Foster is nominated. What's interesting about Jodie Foster, she went on to become a director herself. And she credits Scorsese with that. Because when you're a young person like that and you're watching and you're a sponge, I'm a sponge, and you're soaking up all this different information. And she was smart about that. And she's, and she's learning from the best of the best. Martin Scorsese. So, and she, and Jody, Jody hasn't directed a lot of films, but. We would have to give Scorsese the thank you. Think of all the people that are inspired by this man. I'm not going to play a whole lot of clips, but as a filmmaker and as someone who watches a lot of films, 
You say the word Scorsese and people lose their shit. People lose their shit. And and it's rightfully so that they lose their shit because it's like, oh my god. And then he went on to make The Age of Innocence. So there's many different layers to Mark Scorsese. It's not always about, okay, how much blood are we going to use? <laughs> how many times is De Niro going to say, fuck it? Or my, I love, I love Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is the only person ever to take the word fuck and make it into a dip because he says mutter instead of mother fucker. He says mutter. Seriously, go back and watch Joe Pesci in Goodfellas or in Raging Bull. A lot of people have won Oscars. It's it's not always about the Oscars, but when you're in a Scorsese movie, you're going to get nominated, Sharon Stone. Isn't that right? She wasn't nominated for Basic Instinct, but she was nominated for Casino. Here we go. 41 years ago. You know what I'm talking about. What's the difference? What that means? No matter how big I get, no matter who I fight, no matter what I do, I ain't never gonna fight Joe Lewis. Yeah, that's right. He's a heavyweight, you're a middleweight. We know that. I ain't never gonna get a chance to fight the best there is. And you know something? I'm better than them. I ain't never gonna get a chance. You're asking me what's wrong. Like, you're crazy to even think about something like that. I mean, he's a fucking heavyweight or a middleweight. It's impossible. It'll never happen. So why go crazy thinking about it? It's not normal. Do me a favor. I want you to hit me in the face. What? I want you to hit me in the face. Forget about it. No, I want you to hit me in the face. Go ahead. God, take your best. I said forget about it. I ain't doing it. Come on, we have fights all the time. Are you worried now you're gonna hit me in the face? Hit me in the face. Go ahead. No, are you afraid? Afraid of what? Come on, don't be a little faggot. Come on, hit me. I'm a faggot. Take your best shot, man. Come on, Jack, huh? You're gonna be a real jerk and want me to punch you in the face. Hey, Joey, did I not tell you just to do it? Now I'm telling you, you gotta do it. I ain't hitting you. Hey, you're a little bit brother, Joey. I'm telling you something. I know what you said. I ain't doing it. I don't care if you get mad, I ain't doing it. Fucking nut. I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. I don't have any gloves anyway. What am I gonna hit you with? Table? I ain't doing it. Who's down over there? What? That's right, who's down? Wrap it around your head. How many times I gotta tell you? Not too many more. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. You want me to hit you? I want you to be with everything you got. I want you to fucking lay me out. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. All right. Harder. Yeah? You throw a punch like you take it up the ass. Come on. Harder. 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 That's hard. What the fuck? What do you take want? It take it off. Ah, oh, come on. You want to stop take now? That's off. enough. Yeah. That's... Come on. Uh, come fuck on. around, girl. Come on. Good girl. Yeah. I'm going to smack you again. Throw it again. That's enough. Uh, that's enough. Uh, harder. Harder. Nah, your fucking cuts are opening everything. What are you trying to prove? What does it prove?
41 years ago. Raging Bull. Robert De Niro is Jake LaMotta. You gotta put the accent into it. LaMotta. You've got Joe Pesci as his brother Joey. LaMotta. I want to I throw the ALF reference in there because, yes, Jake LaMotta was on ALF. I know my cousin would appreciate that, even though I barely remember ALF. But I remember being a teenager and watching Raging Bull. I think we were watching it in class. It was a long time ago. What a what a wild ride. <laughs> and do you know at the time, Jake LaMotta was suing them. And De Niro said that when he won the Oscar. Yeah. It's a it's a crazy crazy movie. And I mean that in the best possible way. Okay? Yeah. Was he on Elf? I'm not going to go back and look. I don't forget about it. I can't say it like my friend can. Screenplay by Paul Schrader, Mardik Martin. Based off Raging Bull, My Story by Jake LaMotta. Released December 1980. Scorsese was exacting in the process of editing and mixing the film, expecting it to be his last major feature. Really? It took a lot out of him. It took a lot out of Scorsese. And this is an epic. And, and, and first of all, it's shot in black and white. Okay? That, that's perfect right there. Robert De Niro is Jake LaMotta. Joe Pesci is Joey LaMotta. Kathy Moriarty is Vicky LaMotta. There's a lot of LaMottas. Charles Scorsese is Charlie. Okay, so he, he put his dad in there and his mom too. It's legendary. Even Scorsese makes a makes an appearance. He made an appearance in Taxi Driver, and that's a controversial moment. Raging Bull was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, won by Thelma Schoonmaker. And Best Sound. And it won Best Actor Robert De Niro and Thelma Schoonmaker. Ten years later. The Wise Guy. Was it based off The Wise Guy or The Wise Guys? See, if I had another person with me right now. Jason Almy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> so... This is this is the scene that everyone remembers from Goodfellas. That and the scene where everyone gets, you know, bumped off. Yeah. And 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 the fact that uh a lot of a lot of people in it didn't get nominated. It was fucked up. Here we go. He comes over, he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm resting. Here you resting. Got a fucking beach in a park. I know I'm resting, I'm resting. They pull me in, they start giving me all kinds of questions, you know, this and that. He says, oh, uh, so what are you going to tell us, tough guy? I said, my usual, zero, nothing. I tell you, the fuck. He says, no, you're going to tell me something today, tough guy. I said, all right, I'll tell you something. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> Bing, pow, boom. 
You saw the paper, Anthony. My head was up like this. So now I'm coming around, you know. I start to come out of it. Who do I see in front of me? This big prick again. He says, oh, what do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. I thought he was going to shit. Ow, Bing. Hey, I wish I was big just once. That's Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci. Now, Ray Liotta was not nominated. Don't we just hate that word? Not nominated. For Goodfellas. And and he's the he's the protagonist in the film. He's he's the narrator. But you know, as I've said before, and Scorsese already has the Oscar, so this is safe. Oh, I shouldn't say it, because who knows? You never know what may happen in the future. Anyway. Ha. <sighs> This is a, I mean, first of all, screenplay by Nicholas Pileggi, Martin Scorsese, based off the book Wise Guy by Nicholas Pileggi. Yes. Henry Hill, who died not too long ago. You've got a stellar cast. You've got Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, Lorraine Bracco, Paul Sorvino. This is the creme de la creme. Okay. Even Catherine Scorsese who plays uh, Tommy's mother and makes them that wonderful meal. And Charles Scorsese is Vinny. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the moment. Goodfellas is based on the New York crime reporter Nicholas Pileggi's book, Wise Guy. Martin Scorsese did not intend to make another mob film, but he saw a review of Pileggi's book, which he then read while working on the set of The Color of Money. He'd always been fascinated by the mob lifestyle and was drawn to Pileggi's book because he thought it was the most honest portrayal of gangsters he had ever read. After reading the books, Scorsese knew what approach he wanted to take to begin Goodfellas like a gunshot and have it get faster from there. Almost like a two, <laughs> two and a two half an hour trailer. I think it was the only way you could really sense the exhilaration of the lifestyle and to get a sense of why a lot of people are attracted to it. According to Pileggi, Scorsese cold called the writer and told him, I've been waiting for this book my entire life. To which Pileggi replied, I've been waiting for your phone call my entire life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Henry Hill, the real life of Henry Hill. This is all based off of 
Isn't that crazy? Oh my goodness. This is this is where shit hits the fan now. So, Goodfellas is nominated. Best picture, best director, best supporting actor. It goes to Joe Pesci. Best supporting actress, Lorraine Bracco, and best adapted screenplay. What happens? Well, a lot happens. Dances with Wolves wins a lot. And then an actor turned director. Isn't that a fun little word to say? Beats out Scorsese. People literally lost their shit. To this day, 31 years later, people are still pissed that Scorsese didn't win for Goodfellas. The day that he won the Oscar for The Departed, people still he didn't win for Goodfellas. That's always that's a it, that's always going to be the thing. Yeah, but he won for Departed. I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. Yeah, that is the consensus when it comes to him winning that Oscar for Goodfellas. And then in 1995, like magic, Scorsese throws another one out there. And as I and as I've said before, when watching Casino, released in 1995, so long, such a long film, such a good film. Don't eat pizza, okay? I know. Why would you? Well, here's why. Normally, my prospects of coming back alive from a meeting with Nikki were 99. this time when I heard him say a couple of hundred yards down the road I gave myself 50-50 where the fuck you get off talking to people about me behind my back going over my head what people what people would you think i wasn't gonna find out i don't even know what you're talking about nick no you said i'm bringing heat on you i gotta listen to people because of your fucking shit you're ordering me out you better get your own fucking army pal i didn't do anything i mean i didn't order you or anybody i only told andy stone that you had a lot of heat on you and i was let's break away because first of all joe pesci <laughs> Martin Scorsese lays this beautiful rug out and allows his actors to just go. Go at it. Fight. Get it. Grab it. Take it. Emotion. That's what a director is supposed to do. He's not supposed to direct. He's supposed to just let you run free. Free balling, maybe. Joe Pesci is one of the few to just get out of the car and say, What the fuck are you talking about? Most people would say hi. Joe Pesci just throws it out there. As Nicky Santora. And then you've got... He's he's bringing heat on uh, De Niro. Sam Roth, Roth, Rothstein. 
The problem? You want me to get out of my own fucking town? Yeah, I said, let, let the bullshit blow over for a while so I can run the casino. Anything goes wrong with the casino, it's my ass. It's not yours, it's my ass. Uh, I don't know whether you know this or not, but you only have your fucking casino because I made that possible. I'm what counts out here. Not your fucking country clubs or your fucking TV shows. And what the fuck are you doing on TV anyhow? You know, I get calls from back home every fucking day. They think you went bad shit. I'm only on this rat, this annoying, eating fucking rat. He's got a rat, all right. And so now we've arrived. I jumped a few spaces because there's a few Scorsese's films we could talk about, but we'd be here till Christmas. In the 79 years that he's been alive, come on, come on. <sighs> That's showbiz. I don't think at this point. Scorsese had ever worked with Jack Nicholson and Jack played Costello who is kind of a composite of Whitey Bulger if you don't know who Whitey Bulger is he was big in uh, the Boston underworld even made his way over to Alcatraz The Rock I should know my grandfather worked at Alcatraz and one or one or on, a, on occasion, I would hear that name thrown around. Whitey Bulger. Or maybe he was just saying Whitey. I don't know. It took Scorsese really to... Uh... Yeah. Give us... Th- this is a wild cast. This is a cat. This is an orgy cast. That's how good it is. It's an orgy and everyone had their fun. And it brings up questions. You know, see, Bill, like, you're the new guy. Girlfriend. Why don't you stay in the bar? That night I got your numbers. Social security numbers. Everybody's fucking numbers. Is this, is this something that you just want to go ahead and ask me? Because I'll give you the fucking answer, all right? Frank, look at me. Look at me. I'm not the fucking rat, okay? I'm not the fucking rat. Start when you agree there is a rat. You said there is one, right? I base most of what I do on the idea that you're pretty fucking good at what you do. Sure. Oh, he's pretty good at what he does. And Scorsese brought all these people to the table. That's what a, a great actor does because at the end of the day... It's like your kids and you're playing in the sandbox. You're playing in the sandbox with Martin Scorsese. And to assemble this cast of characters, it's truly, it's an enriching one. And The Departed, I a lot of people that I know who remain nameless, and, and I'm not talking shit. But they're like, it's not his best. Oh, cry me a river with that shit. And that's where I let the shit out of the bag right there. This is so awesome. First of all, yes, it is not an original. It is written. Okay, it was a remake of the 2002 Hong Kong film, Internal Affairs. And also loosely based on the real life Boston winter Hill Gang. The character Colin Sullivan is based off the corrupt FBI agent John Connolly, while the character Frank Costello is based on Irish-American gangster Whitey Bulger. This is a, a cast of, of 
this like I said, this is an orgy cast. Everyone got theirs. You've got Leonardo DiCaprio as Trooper William Billy Costick and Jr. Matt Damon as Staff Sergeant Colin Sullivan. Jack Nicholson as Frank Costello. Mark Wahlberg as Staff Sergeant Sean Diggum. Martin Sheen as Captain Oliver Charlie Queen and Queenan. Ray Winstone as Arnold Frenchie French. Vera Farmiga as Dr. Madeline Maiden. Alec Baldwin as Captain George Elbury. Anthony Anderson as Trooper Brown. Yeah. This is uh This is the departed. How awesome was this? The departed gross well, a lot. <laughs> Let's not get into the numbers, but it, it's it's one of his top films. A few crit oh here let's read this because some of these critics need to just get smacked. A few critics were disappointed in the film, including this person who shouldn't be mentioned. Internal Affairs was surprisingly cool and effectively restrained for HK action, but Scorsese raises the temperature with every ultraviolet interaction. Okay, that's cute. Fuck you. Um Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was going to be a sequel. <laughs> All this stuff that you read. Yeah. This is such an awesome film. The Departed was nominated for Best Picture, and it won. Best Director, and it won. Best Film Editing, Best Adapted Screenplay. And Mark Wahlberg was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And strangely, Leonardo DiCaprio was not nominated for this. The film marked the first time Scorsese won an Oscar after five previous losses. Many felt that he deserved it years earlier for prior efforts. Some have even given gone further, calling it a Lifetime Achievement Award for a lesser film. Scorsese himself joked that he won because this is the first movie I've done with a plot. And that's true. From start to finish, when you watch The Departed. Oh, yes. And... If you have some cheese, then that ending will really make sense. Okay, that's kind of that's kind of an Easter egg to the Scorseseites out there. You know how Taylor Swift has her Swifties. We've got the Scorseseites, okay. And then two years ago, it was a re- it was available on Netflix. That's something you don't hear every day. It was released theatrically, and then it came to Netflix. Scorsese gives us the Irishman and I had I was recently at a party and I was talking someone had mentioned Jimmy Hoffa and I said I didn't know him but I saw the Irishman directed by Martin Scorsese the Irishman first of all you've got to take a couple of breaks if you want to get through the Irishman it's long but it's good that's you know it's at a 209 minutes In September 2014, following years of development hell, The Irishman was announced as Scorsese's next film after Silence. De Niro, who had also served as producer, and Pacino were confirmed that month, as was Pesci, who came out of his unofficial retirement to star after numerous requests. Principal photography began in September of 2017. It wrapped in 2018. Oh yeah, they used like a digital... De-aging for De Niro. Oh, here we go. 
With a runtime of 209 minutes and a production budget of 159 to 250 million, it is the longest and most expensive film of Scorsese's career. It went on to receive 10 Academy nominations Best Picture, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor for Pacino and Pesci, Best Adapted Screenplay. Didn't win. Some feel that it should have. It was long. And it was the first time in a long time that De Niro and Pacino had been in a film together. And Pesci came out of retirement, you motherfuckers. Fuck it, let's go. No, Jimmy, 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 give, give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give it a few more minutes. Just, just, this isn't right. This I, isn't right. No. You don't do this. You don't keep a man waiting. I know, I know. The only time you do is when? When you want to say something. I know. When you want to say fuck you. Uh, it's the only time. Yeah. Can you believe this weather, Frank? Huh? It's 85 degrees Ooh. outside. Perfect. Hey, Tony Jake. Jimmy. Jimmy. People freezing to death in New York. And look at us. Hey, John. Hey. Why we don't live here all year round is what I want to know. Oh. Beautiful. It's summer. What? It's summer. People aren't freezing to death in New York. It's summer. In my mind, it's always eight degrees in New York. I'm making a point. Making a point? Making a point dressing like that? Is that you dress for me? And this is how you dress in Florida? In a suit? For a meeting? Anywhere. Florida, Timbuktu, I dress in a suit. For a meeting. And you're late. What? You're late. And it was traffic. Yeah, it's traffic. <laughs> Wasn't it traffic? Yeah, give me it traffic. traffic. What do, you, what, what do you want from us? It was bumper to fucking bumper. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's bad, you know. Traffic. I never waited for anyone who was late more than 10 minutes in my life. I'd say 15, 15's right. No, 10. I don't think so. 10's not enough, you have to take traffic into account. That's, that's what I'm doing, I'm taking traffic into account. That's why it's 10. I still say 15. No, 10. Fine, we, we disagree on that. About 12 and a half minutes. Okay, you don't fight with Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa and to this day we don't even know what happened to Jimmy Hoffa although I'm sure people do know but you know it creates the mystery Robert De Niro is Frank Sheeran Al Pacino is Jimmy Hoffa Joe Pesci is Russell Buff okay this is where we, we have to get Siri involved Bufalino Bufalino Ray Romano as Bill Bufalino Bobby Cannavale is Skinny Razor. Anna Paquin is older Peggy Shearer. <laughs> Stephen Graham is Anthony Tony Pro Proverianzo. Harvey Keitel is Angelo Bruno. This is this is a cast. Jack Houston, hello. Robert Kennedy, I didn't know that. Oh shit. See what you learn when you read. <laughs> Stephen Van Sant as Jerry Vale. Alright. This is this is Scorsese really doesn't uh 
need to I mean he he could retire on this it's like okay I began with mean streets and then I end with the Irishman but no he's still he's still ready to go in a nursing home elderly Irish World War II veteran Frank Sheeran recounts his time as a hitman for the mafia yep and he's introduced to Jimmy Hoffa head of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters who has financial ties with the Northwestern Pennsylvania crime family and is struggling to deal with fellow rising teamster Anthony Tony Pro Provenzo as well as mounting pressure from the federal government Hoffa becomes close with Sheeran and his family especially his daughter Peggy and Sheeran becomes Hoffa's chief bodyguard yeah this wasn't Whitney's bodyguard, but this was De Niro, and he was Pacino's bodyguard. You know, and they had both starred together in Godfather 2. This is... What else What else can I tell you about uh, De Niro? The magic of De Niro. Hmm? What can I tell you about that? And the many collaborations that he's had with Scorsese. As I was speaking at Often, I thought, uh-oh, there's one film that I forgot about. And the Almies, Jason and Christina, would get pissed and probably put a hit on me if I left this film out. Because this is an intense film. This is intense. And I thought, long and hard, what scene do I put in? And so I'm going to let them, you know, it's building because I know he's listening. It's building. What film did I forget to put in? Well, here we go. Can you say that again? Just the way you said it. Just the same way. Um, I don't know what you're talking no. about. Oh, come on, you know what I'm talking no, about. I don't I just know say the same thing. I think what Jordan just did is he, if I'm not mistaken, no. you just tried to bribe a federal officer. No, technically no. I didn't bribe anybody. Oh, no, that's not the that's No, no, no. According to the U.S. Criminal Code, there needs to be an exact dollar figure for an exchange oh. of services that would not hold up in a court of law. That's you both not how I heard it. No, 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 no. That's the truth. But I want to tell you this. Yeah. The same gentleman that told me that you tried to get your broker's license also told me that you were a straight arrow. You ran a security check on me. Well, now when you sail on a boat fit for a Bond villain, sometimes you need to play the part, right? I... See those little black boxes? They're called telephones. I'm gonna let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not gonna dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Like a loaded M16 without a trained Marine to pull the trigger. And in the case of the telephone, it's up to each and every one of you my highly trained Stratonites. My killers. My killers who will not take no for an answer. Act like we're working. 
that is a fucking stop. Make sure. Uh, right. So I think if we short Pfizer, that's it. And if we have thirty thousand dollars in one month, Jordy, huh? Four hundred and fucking thirty thousand fucking dollars in one fucking month. Good morning, the business expenses. Relax. Business expenses. Yes. Jordy, look what you got here. What? Look at this. Twenty-six thousand dollars for one fucking dinner. Okay. No. 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 This could be explained. Dad, we had client. We had Pfizer. The Pfizer client. I read this book and I couldn't believe that this man led this lifestyle and still survived. And, but didn't you, in fact, actually talk to him during the making of the film oh, or yeah. in some way? Quite, he, he... quite incessantly. Yeah. <laughs> quite incessantly. Yes, Jason and Christina, I'm going to end it with The Wolf of Wall Street just for you. Both of you. Remember, Scorsese wasn't an Oscar winner yet. Or wait, was he? Oh, no, wait. He already was. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I forget. <laughs> Maybe I need to take the pills. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, now I remember. It was it was Robert. It was Leonardo DiCaprio had not won that Oscar. He didn't win it to The Revenant. We're going to talk about The Revenant because it's getting cold. And the first time I watched The Revenant, it was kind of violent, but I thought, okay, I'll, I'll return to it. That was four years ago. That's when I first started this podcast. The Wolf of Wall Street, directed by Martin Scorsese, screenplay by Terrence Winter, based off The Wolf of Wall Street by Jordan Belfort. This is this is this is a cast. This is from 2013. Leon, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio is Jordan Belfont. Jonah Hill, hello. Margot Robbie, we know what happened right there. Rob Reiner, Matthew McConaughey. Eh, all right, all right. Jean Dujardin. This is this is an extraordinary cast. It's, about, it's based off of a real-life guy. <laughs> the film set a Guinness World Record for the most instances of swearing in a motion picture. The word fuck is used... 569 times in the film averaging 2.81 times per minute the previous record holders were scorsese's 1995 gangster film casino which had 422 uses of the word including the voiceover narration and the 1997 british film nil by mouth in which the word was used 428 times the record has since been topped by Sweating at the movie, which has set 935 times. Hello. That's a Wolf of Wall Street. And yes, Scorsese was nominated. Made a lot of top 10 lists. There was a lot of controversy, a lot of shit. Was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actor, and Best Supporting Actor. And so we've arrived. Martin... Charles Scorsese, born, see how I tied that all together? On this day, 79 years ago, he's going to be fucking 80 next year, okay? So let's celebrate. Let's let's give him the flowers while he's still here. As Tanya Tucker said, bring me my flowers while I'm here. Or not when I'm gone, I think that's what she says. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Martin Scorsese, thank you for inspiring all of us to watch films, to talk about films. Martin Scorsese is also a film preservationist and often helps to preserve the films that we thought were lost. And so and and that's also for the American Film Institute 
all these beautiful things that he does. And so I am I am in awe and in honor of Martin Scorsese, okay? So if you're a fan of Scorsese, go out and watch those films. Watch them forever. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>